last time on Join the Party. Salamone surprised Val and brought them to a money shakedown, threatening the owner of a struggling Italian restaurant with paying back a loan that they'd taken out from the mob. With quick thinking and a very timely nat 20, Val stopped the violence from both sides and demanded that Salamone take them to Aunt Min and the LTC crime family hideout. At the same time, Aggie talked to her brother Danny, a pretty famous artist who also has powers and used them in some way that relates to that art. Milo also revealed to his dad that he had ghost powers. Whether or not it was to cover up needing to talk about his dad's sex life, it doesn't really matter right here. And remember, the Night of Mirrors was looking into juice when the party was staking it out. Like sugar on the stove becoming caramel, the plot thickens. Let's get the party started. Val, you're in the passenger seat of Salamone's terrible Cadillac. He's winding his way over to Highway 1 that's going outside of the city. Uh, what are you thinking right now? I think Val is, you know that one-handed, I'm not looking at my phone, but I'm texting thing that people mm-hmm. do? Yeah, we all did in mm-hmm. middle school with our flip phones. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but we got way better at it once we got touch screens. Uh-huh. Val's doing that kind of just to let the gang know what's up. Sure. Um, are you checking on your regular phone or you're doing the burner phone? I think the regular phone, because this is not Dr. Mora related, and that's what the burner phone's for. Eric, if you could go ahead and call it the unhackable phone, that'd be great. Thank you. Yeah, I was going to say the unhackable burner phone. All right, uh, Val, because you're doing this surreptitiously, what is your sleight of hand? Ooh, plus four, baby. All right. So, yeah, this is going to be DC 15 to make sure that it's totally good. So why don't you do that? You got it. But the reception is bad. I'm glad you got an LT3 network. <laughs> <laughs> 30 under 30 media luminary Amanda McLaughlin <laughs> it was a 14 plus 4 wonderful okay so you pass so yeah you get that text off I also want you to make a deception roll also good at that and I'm gonna make a perception roll for Salamone <laughs> but did not roll well it's a 3 plus 5 so an 8 wonderful alright so Salamone is a sneaky motherfucker and he has obviously texted people on the sly like he's dating one girl and then texting another girl they're also both named samantha so it's complicated for him (laughs) Uh, and he rolled a 17 plus four so salamone reaches over and he like knocks the phone out of your hand like what what do you do what is even the point of being part of a criminal syndicate if you're going to text people about it? Who said I'm part of a criminal syndicate? That's your business. It, we are. If anything from today has demonstrated, you are obviously part of the grim, criminal that syndicate. That is not true. You called in a favor, and I very reluctantly agreed to it. If you, you think that's just the only... Man, you went to all that smart school, and uh, you, got, you got all that money from your your dad's gonna fund all that stuff. I thought you'd have some stuff. What in is your my head. dad funding? What are you talking? You know, about? he's he giving you funding you uh, private school education and stuff like that. Like you don't have nothing. Uh, uh, the my head mother of yours. and her art fun- funded that. <laughs> oh, the boob art, you. the boob and the penis art. 
You do not have to say the kind of art it is. We know what kind of art it is. All right. Uh, So what's the text that you send out to everybody? I think it's just like, on my way to see my aunt. Okay. I will say, Val, that for the remainder of the car ride, uh, Salamone has knocked your phone out of your hand and it's like jammed under your seat. Can I put on the like find with friends thing before he does that or like a put a pin down or something? Yeah, that's fine. I feel like okay. you would have done that with the text because yeah. that's the intent. Plus, I think at this point we probably all have the find my friends on our phones. Yeah, I think we probably opted into that. For sure. I think it's a, a Dr. Mara special where it's find my super friends. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really conspicuous because it's only the three of us who uh-huh. have <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then you see a fourth person come up, and that's strange. <laughs> Fucking Sour Anthony. <laughs> Who is? How, how did Sour Anthony get in this app? It's exclusive. So, Aggie, you get this text message, and at the same time, uh, you get a phone call from an unlisted number. I answer the phone call. All right. As part of your crime network that you've set up, who would be out right now at, on a Friday night? a crime watch network to be here. (laughs) Amanda has a new crime syndicate. She is a uh, Wilson Fisk-esque character. (laughs) I think I know a person who operates a free shuttle for people who might have driven and not planned to drink but then did and need a safe ride home. And so she takes confidentiality very seriously, would never report on any of her clients, but does see a lot of shit. And so she and I catch up sometimes on Sunday mornings when she's coming off her shift. Oh, I like that. Yeah, she probably also works for the college a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think for sure. Wonderful. Uh, she says, Hey, Aggie, uh, it's Marisol down from the uh, the shuttle, you know, uh, the nighttime shuttle bus. Yeah, Marisol, we've been friends for like 15 years. Right? <laughs> oh, no, but I'm calling for my secret burner phone. That's why it's unlisted. That's why I had to introduce myself. Oh, what's uh, what's going on? Oh yeah, you know, uh, you know, I, I was just giving direction to this nice uh, young uh, person here. Uh, it seems to be riding on a bike. It has a helmet on and a, and a shield. Uh, they said they were looking for a preserver. I don't know if you would know that, but you're the person who I call for all these things, so I thought you would know those things. <laughs> uh. Are you talking about a motorbike or a bicycle bike? Oh, yeah, no, it's a really cool motorbike. It's like out of Tron. You remember Tron when you go in the computer and if you die in the computer, you die for real. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Um, does Aggie know where Val's aunt is? Like what neighborhood? No, you don't. With the pin that Val has dropped and Val is moving, going on Highway 1, which is the highway that stretches all across the city. Uh, It is going out of town south. Okay. I think Aggie asked Marisol to hang on for a second, checks the pin, and then is like, yeah, I I don't know where she is specifically, uh, obviously, but um, I do know that supers sometimes meet up by the the welcome sign to Lake Town City, and I've, I've seen them sometimes at night, so I bet if your citizen there is looking to meet up with them, that would probably be a good place to go, you know, by the rest stop. Oh, yeah, by the big neon sign with the waving uh, mountain lobster. Yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, I'll tell them. All right, so, uh, Mr. Mirrors, by the way, did you go there? Thank you, Marisol. The the phone shuts off. Most just spat LaCroix all over my... (laughs) That's how, you know, either Julia's crying or she's spitting LaCroix. Either way, I know that (laughs) I'm doing my job. Only two options. Uh, Aggie sits in her truck. Uh, She's coming back from her her nice driving spot um, where she talked to Danny, and 
pulled over safely to take the call, obviously. Of course. <laughs> so she is kind of watching Val's pin go further and further toward the edge of the Lake Town city limits and just sort of says like, damn it. And then points her truck down Highway 1, which will take her past the neon sign and hopefully to wherever Val is should they need help. Do you text Milo? Yes, I think when I'm driving, I'll use my hands free to give Milo a call. Okay, wonderful. Milo, I guess you've had this conversation with your dad, and he's like, Okay, so I think I'm getting my head around this a little bit. Let me just, let me say back to you if I understand what's happening. You, Milo's got a mouthful of tater tots, and he says, Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, so you have a connection to the ghost world that happened when, because your birth parents who lived in Lake Tin when the explosion went off, and that's why you can do all the stuff with the ghost hand that comes out of your chest, and you are also using that as a, as for vigilante justice, but it's not vigilante justice, as you told me, because you are working with Doc, she because you're working with Cassandra on it, who you know as Dr. Mayor Morrow, and so it's cool. So it's all fine and vaguely legal. Dad, this is the sixth time you've said this. Do you still not understand what's happening? I just want to make sure that we're on the same page, because we weren't on the same page before, and I've dropped three old fashions. That's a good point. Uh, number one, I don't know if there's a quote-unquote ghost world. I just know that there are ghosts. Two, okay, I, yeah, um, I forgot everything else you said, but it sounds right. Okay, great. I'm glad we're on the same page. Uh, Milo, your phone buzzes again. I assume that it was on silent, but you have that thing when you have contacts, when if they call twice, then it overrides the silence. So now your phone is buzzing on the counter. I pick it up and look at it. It is from Aggie. Dad, I gotta, um, I gotta take this. You need a moment? Do you need another drink? No, I'm good now. You do your vaguely legal sanctioned justice thing. And I'm going to think about all the ways I can help you when I go to work. I mean, also, I'm not a lawyer, t- but can I, you... I don't think it's legal, but what were you going to say? Sorry. <laughs> no, ex- it's extra legal, vaguely legal. I'm just going to think about it. Where did you get these these ice cube molds? I need, I need some of these. Uh, I got it from... Um, think Geek. <laughs> I got it from Contemplate Nerd and their, uh, their little <laughs> Enterprise starship molds it's really complicated like the the like uh engines on the back always break off when you try to get them out of the ice cube but you know you would have thought that they would have done a did star wars and would have been a death star hold on i'm keeping you we're not having this conversation now <laughs> and i pick up the phone hello this is milo's phone hi milo it's aggie we've, we've been through this you saw my name <laughs> look I was brought up with specific type of manners on how to answer the phone, and I'm not going to abandon them just because technology has changed. Uh, true. Anyway, I want to let you know that um, I got a call from someone I know up in College Park, and the Knight of Mirrors apparently was asking my friend Marisol for directions on where to find me. 
preserver, I mean. So You're the preserver? Me. Just kidding. I'm just messing with you. Oh. <laughs> You're in high spirits. I can't wait to hear about your night. Um, <laughs> and so I suggested that they meet potentially by the sign when you first come into town by the rest stop um, because that's on the way to wherever Val is being taken or heading. I, I got kind of a suspicious vibe, so I'm not going to follow them unless they need us, but I did want to be kind of close by just in case. Um, and I want to let you know where I'm going because it seems like people are out to get us tonight or separate us or something. So cool. Uh, I didn't see the Val. Milo checks his text. It's like, oh, I'm just I'm just seeing this Val thing now. Um, yeah, I I guess I'll meet down by the lobster. Listen, if you're if you're in and, and are doing something else, I don't want to drag you out um, of of your house. But I don't know something about this is making me a little suspicious. So if you want to provide backup, that certainly would be welcome. Yeah, I'll go on top of the mountain lobster like Batman, but invisible. How about I pick you up, um, and we can roll up together? <laughs> that works too, I guess. Cool. I uh, I should be there in like seven minutes. Does that work for you? Yeah, that's fine. Thanks. All right. <laughs> Wonderful. Okay, so let's let's go forward in time a little bit. Val Salamoni has now gone off of the highway onto some of the winding roads in the. This is the winding road that should take you out to the suburbs, but he takes a left instead of a right, which goes out into the swamps. When Lake Champlain flooded a bunch of years back, that whole area was covered with water, which turned into swamps, and it has never been able to build upon. It's just terrible. Unlike building the Meadowlands for the New York Jets and Giants, that was a terrible idea, and they said that they would not do anything out there. There are some warehouses, and there's some import-export out there, um, but now that's where you are and you look out and you see that there's like every so often there's a street light that's just pooling on swamp water and like some skunk cabbage. And then you see that there's some little like there's rotted wood where there used to be trees and on those rotted wood there's like bugs and nasty stuff and maybe a few colorful mushrooms. Mm, the mushrooms. No. So we jump forward in time. Aggie, you've picked up Milo. And uh, I feel like this is like a comic splash panel. It's dark now. This is truly nighttime. And the big mountain mountain lobster that welcomes you to Lake Town City, Monty, in full neon, just like reflects off of a street lamp and reflects off of a stop sign that's nearby and the shingles of the Welcome Center. But mostly it is cascading in beautiful neon colors off of the Night of Mirrors and their uh, bejeweled helmet, shield, and chrome parts of their bike. Before we get there, I just want to make sure that everyone knows that Milo has taken over the radio and is singing along to Take On Me very loudly. (laughs) Feels right. (laughs) Great. Aggie is going to park between streetlights in a a dark area of the Welcome Center, like in the back of the parking lot, Mm. put on her preserver hat, change out her jacket so that she has her preserver jacket on, and walk with Milo across the parking lot to the night. Aggie, I'm going to start. I was. Th- I thought I might try out this voice. Is this, what do you think about this? Uh, I love it and think that you should talk like that all the time when we're working. <laughs> it seems like you are fucking with me. <laughs> I don't know if it's sustainable for you. It's great for me. <laughs> the best part about having a robotic helmet is that it actually changes your voice for you. 
if the Knight of Mirrors says, leaning against the side of the Welcome Center underneath the, the neon sign. Yeah, can we, like, go behind the, the building here, like, behind the sign so we're not quite as visible? No, I scoped it out. It's, we're safe. We're fine here. Okay. Um, don't love you going to my real-life friends uh, to find me, but I do have a phone number. So before we leave, I definitely want to give that to you in case you have to get in touch with me. But I, I wonder what's up. That was, that was really an accident. I don't like talking about secret identities here. We're just all, we're doing the costume thing. I, yeah. That was, <laughs> thank you, Kilanova. Um, so prof- I love the professionalism <laughs> that we're doing here in our business, at our, at our job. Gotta keep just, it tight. I, that was, yeah, you gotta keep it tight. He's trying I'm, something out. Just I, like, let's give him a no, little. No, that's fine. I'm really, I'm, that was sheer accident. I did not mean your Aggie O'Hare is the pe- person people call. That was strictly an accident. I'm sorry about that. I sort of extend a hand, like not touching their arm, but kind of hovering over it. Like, I um, I actually believe you. And I know we have run across each other in um, heated circumstances before, but I know that we're going to work together in the future. And I would like to work with you more closely or at least with more communication. So I, I just wanted to say that. There's no, I did not want to know who you were as people. That was purely accidental. What I can do for you instead, because I did step on your stakeout, which I did not mean to do, I can do something for you. And the Knight of Mirrors holds up a plastic bag, which has, um, has a truffle inside. It is black, like in the way that... Uh, things that come from the ground can be black, sort of like just the when mud and dirt gets so dark, you it looks kind of black. But it also has like a ve- it has an aura of purple around it. Maybe it is it has spores around it that is doing that, but it has this aura of purple around it. It's very pretty. Is this? Uh, I think that this is what you were looking for. Yeah, we didn't know exactly what we were looking for, to be candid, but something like that is definitely what I expected. Where did you find this? What do you know? Yeah, um, I went into Juice afterwards. I'm sorry, what's the... I don't know that place, was it? I went into Juice! (laughs) Afterwards, um, and I... I, uh, The kid, he went out again to throw it, because he he doesn't have the upper body strength to take out the all of the garbage at once so he has to do it in, in things i knew that i had time between the first one and the second one uh not very not a smart kid uh, and i knew that i had time while uh while the manager had to uh call the babysitter for her five children under the age of six uh who was having a very tough time um so i knew that i had time to sneak in there uh i was looking in the in the uh in the dumpster which i know you were i was able to sneak in into the the storeroom in the back and i snagged this i don't know what it does but i know that it should not be in a juice bar thank you i i appreciate you bringing that to us and we'll definitely chase this down yeah just so you, i don't know if you know the context but you know in the spirit of changing information i'm not a hundred percent sure that the upcountry keepers know about this and i kind of want to keep it that way for the moment i just i want to i want to give this a shot and and chase it down yeah that's fine i think they're more into it being ingratiating themselves in the larger echelons of power in the city oh my god thank god i totally agree no one is saying that no it's still 100 instagram superheroes you know like insta heroes yes but even insta heroes like getting yourself out there is part of the job but like they're worse than that yeah that's true that's true yeah i mean emily is 
What is even Flyboy's deal? Like, he can just fly? Does that make him Top Gun? I don't even, I don't really understand. I've only seen him hover. Yes. God. I, he should be called uh, Hover Hover Guy, right? <laughs> Val is not here, but feels a weird sense of camaraderie in this moment. <laughs> I guess as I, I wish Volcani were here, you're going to have to come back when they're around because this is a conversation we definitely have to have. I would love, I really would. So this is my show of good faith. Thank you. I am. I did not mean to bust up your thing. I know. I did not know that the guys in the bone van were going to show up. So What's up with those guys? Oh, that's what I was doing. So that's that. I hope that that's enough to understand that we're all on the same side here. The uh, Knight of Mirrors reaches into a uh, like a bag they have on the back of the of the motorbike and uh, takes out like I guess it's a better iPad. <laughs> Doctor Morrow is like I can't download any of my favorite games on this, so she built a better iPad and now it's like now it's like the Morrow Corp awesome tablet or something like that. And uh, pulls up a photo from a um, a security camera that has uh, it looks like two pretty burly guys with slick back black hair moving up what looks like a pretty large painting. And uh, the night of mirror says, "All right, so here's why I wanted you here for. Um, it seems like uh, organized crime in terms of the Italian mob in Lake Town City has really ramped up over the last few months." I'm not exactly sure why or how. Usually it's just kind of been a low simmer of red sauce. <laughs> Good metaphor. I like it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I have to say to Volcani later. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not really sure what's been happening over the last few months. It seems like there's a new movement of power that there, there didn't used to be someone formally on top. The Lake Town City mob was connected to the New York City mob tenuously through family ties. It seemed like there's someone new at, on the top here. And it seems like their prized possession is this painting here. This painting, it has... You know, it, it's not just powerful because of the power of the art. It actually, it might actually have some power in it. It seems like it influences people. Maybe it gets people to turn the other cheek. I'm not exactly sure. Having a having a painting that can actually tell people to do things or not do things, or at least guide them in the right direction, it's a lot easier than making people swim with the fishes. I think that that's what uh, that's what the mob is trying to get their hands on. I've never seen any. I'm sorry. I've never seen any powered artifacts before. Have you, preserver? I have. Is that a Danny O'Hare by chance? Uh, I don't know any of these paintings specifically, it seems like. Can I? I'm not sure. And then I reach out for the iPad. Sure. Yeah, I blow up the iPad, take out my phone, and scroll for a second, and then I turn them both around to show Milo and the Night of Mirrors, and there is a picture in a family group chat of my brother Danny giving thumbs up in front of a new painting he just completed uh, that matches the one in the security camera. <gasps> yeah. Uh, well, uh... Those, those are the same there, Preserver. Oh, uh, Aggie, first, can you explain what Danny's uh, painting style is? Yes. Danny, uh, people call him 
and he goes by Daniel, I think professionally, but I call him Daniel, of course. Uh, Danny is sort of like the mo- the new Edward Hopper. Um, and so he has paintings that are kind of quite stark. It's sort of like, you know, glimpses of America. And it's always kind of like that lighting that's like not quite sunset, but just before sunset where it's all just like really uh, severe and the shadows are all at like 45 degree angles. But when you get really close to them, the paintings are quite detailed. And so it'll be like a mountain that just looks like a block if you take a picture of it or from afar. When you get closer, it's like thousands of little trees. So that's sort of his thing is like it looks nice and sort of just like America when you see it. But people like to go in person and that's sort of a, a thing people know about his art that like when they're touring or when there's an installation like you got to go because looking at it up close it's like a whole different kind of painting yeah uh for those of you who don't know off the top of your heart who edward hopper is he did nighthawks the one with all those people at the restaurant that's like far away yeah it's like a corner with a glass window and like an automat in the 50s yeah, yeah. but uh Danny does like modern, more modern version of it, but that same sort of starkness about his artist statement would be like the the disillusionment of people in the 21st century as they relate to technology and nature and the and the world changing Americana around. Yeah, quite like the stark beauty of the Rust Belt, like that kind of thing. Right. So as we look at the painting, it's pretty grainy in the security footage, but the photo in that Danny has sent, it's actually of Lake Town City. Uh, it's Kind of from above, it's a little bit of a, of a departure of what he's usually done. It's from, I guess, the perspective as if you were flying in a plane over the city. I know that you've anyone who's lived in urban environments has seen like the helicopter go over the city shot. That's B-roll in their favorite TV shows. <laughs> but imagine that this is like there's a painting version of it, but it's over like from downtown looking at out over uh, Little Italy. And uh, you can see that there's little little Italy everywhere, and then you can also see the docks, which are in very beautiful detail on the other side of Little Italy. So you, you're going from downtown outwards. Milo and Aggie, please make investigation checks for me. Fourteen. Well, let's see. What's my investigation? Oh, plus one. Great. I got a three. Okay. Oh, bud. <laughs> Milo, this is a nice nice painting. I love art. Art is good. Art in general is great. Yeah. <laughs> I support it. <laughs> Aggie, you notice that the as you're looking at the painting from what you know of Lake Town City, you see that the docks are in, look really good in this painting. I don't know if it's like the detail or the artwork or something like that, but like the docks look really nice. Like he's, he's captured it in, in really wonderful detail, almost a little bit better than what they are now. The locks have been used a little bit less ever since the people in Weston pushed to preserve the mountain lobster population, which is cut down on on sea import-export. But in the painting, they look more active or more refurbished? They look refurbished. Yeah, I would say refurbished. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing with this. And if, Preserver, if you think that if you know this thing has real power, we need to go get it. They just shipped it in. They're not ready. Uh, they're not organized enough. We need to hit them now. I know where it is. I know where it is. We can go now. I don't understand why we have to steal it. Because if they have it, if they have it, we're going to have bigger problems in the future. You think they're going to use it to influence people to do something? I don't know exactly what it does. I don't, I mean, you know the painter better than I do. But it has to do something if they care this much about it. I, I'm not a fan of preemptively stealing stuff from people who we know are shady. It feels like a conversation we need Volcani around for. 
Has there been a crime committed? Yeah, I don't, I don't. I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. Like, I know, I know you're not doing this for for kicks, but I, that's a big task to take on. Just the three of us, even the four of us. I didn't listen. I didn't know that Volcani wasn't going to show up. I assumed it was going to be the no, three no, no. of you. I don't know where where Volcani is, but also, I mean, yes, they have done crimes. They're the organized mob. They, of course, they've done crimes. Sure. I know they've this done crimes. This is just crimes. one one of many, one of many. But this one is big. Is is the painting been stolen? Yeah, okay, fine. No, I don't know if the painting's been stolen, but look at this stuff. And then they swiped over to another thing. There's like a photo of arms dealership, like someone <laughs> giving guns to a, a mob person. There's another one of just like crates being dropped off at this warehouse. Just lots of stuff like that. But like, yeah, they've been doing the mob stuff, guns, they, maybe these mushroom stuff. We need to look it out. We need to figure it out. Look, I'm here for surveillance. I'm here for a stakeout. I'm here for stopping these weapons deals, but, like, unless something specifically has been done, some crime has specifically been done with this painting, then, like, why are we going after a painting? Do you imagine what you'd be able to do with a painting that tells you that something doesn't look like a crime to you, that it's all fine? Hmm. Imagine that it's suggested to you. You don't have to turn the other cheek because of violence or because of money. You just do it. Listen, I am trusting you both as my colleagues, for lack of a better word. (laughs) No one knows this. It would be very, very bad if this got out, personally, as well as just for the world. Uh, Danny's paintings, um, they, they they influence people. They suggest something to them. And... It started out with the smell of the pine forest or the, you know, feeling of nostalgia that you get when you look at an image of like a, a you know, grandma's cooking. Um, but it might have gotten more. And so I don't think it would mindlessly convince somebody not to do a thing they want to do, but it it suggests a thing. It, it moves you like art moves you, but with ideas, too. So hmm. I think that you're to- you're totally on the right track. I just don't think we can go take that painting and then that's the end of it. I think that's not that. Listen, I think that that's the biggest fish you're frying right now. Let's go. Over, can we at least just go over there? We need to check it out. I'm always down for a stakeout. So I'm, I'm definitely there to, to go look at it. Definitely. But actually, hang on. Where is, where is this warehouse? And then I pull out my phone with Val's pin. Uh, yeah, it's out um, in the warehouse. One of the warehouses out in the swamps. I know which one. I check my phone and show it to Milo. Yeah, that seems right. Also, we gotta talk about your brother later. Yeah, no, we we will. Um, that's where Volcani is. So sounds like all of us should head there right the heck now. Aggie language. Good. Let's go. Anyone want to? Anyone want to ride on my bike? <laughs> uh, I, I got the truck, but I'll I'll take you up on that when we're not working. I, that sounds very fun. All right. Fair. I will not. They are dangerous and uh, bad for bad for people. I will not ride on on your death trap. Listen, you drive like me. It's not a death trap. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, really you... turning the corner from villain to sexy. <laughs> hey, it's Eric. 
Have you ever fallen into a research rabbit hole and you start by just reading one interesting fact, which then becomes an article, which then goes to a different article, and then you're reading dissertations, and you're learning everything about it, and you're watching movies about it, and then you finally get a chance to tell one of your friends about this particular research subject. Like, oh my god, I've consumed all of this. I don't even know where to start. Oh, I could start, but no, I have to tell you more about this. And you gotta, all right, here we go. But your friend is just happy to hear from you and really just wants to hear the intellectual journey you've been on and you feel accepted that you get to tell someone that really incredible deep 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 dive you've been on and you feel like they know you this is that moment welcome to the mid-roll i do want to hear about mushrooms please tell me about it Thank you, thank you, thank you to our newest supporters on Patreon, April, Jane, Peter, Tyler, Uriah, Daniel, Renegade, Lisa, Isabel, and to Joe, who upgraded their pledge. We depend on your support to keep making the show, and we are so grateful, especially in these strange, strange times, for everyone on Patreon for making it a priority to support creators. If you want to be a part of our Patreon family, come on in. The water's fine. We are always looking for more people. You get our Discord NPC stories, an exclusive three-part miniseries called Join the Team, where our friends and I play a high school football drama game that I co-wrote, and all of the stuff that's been on Patreon for four years plus. So, if you're able, please do join us for as little as $5 a month at patreon.com slash jointhepartypod. And if you haven't checked your Patreon in a while, do so. Many of you out there are still on the old one, and you're not getting those sweet, sweet rewards. Oh, man, I have some good news, some good big news here, because we're starting off the year right with a live show. Our first live show of Campaign 2 is happening. We are streaming a one-shot set in Lake Town City, featuring the PCs on February 3rd at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. I've gotten really into streaming over the last few months, so I'm very excited to show you how crisp my video is going to be. Your ticket also includes a VOD copy of the show that you can watch afterwards, so if you can't join us live, still get a ticket and the video will be emailed to you later. Plus, we may or may not be announcing a new product that so many of you have been asking for. Who can say? Who can say? So, come on, buy your ticket today at jointhepartypod.com slash live, February 3rd, 8 p.m., or afterwards you have VOD, jointhepartypod.com slash live. We are sponsored this week by BetterHelp, a secure online counseling service. They connect you with licensed counselors through their secure app, letting you message with your therapist and schedule live phone or video sessions. Because talking to your bone witch who rolls bones and tells you the future just doesn't get to like the emotional core of what you're feeling. Sometimes you need an actual therapist. You can also message your counselor in between sessions if you're worrying about something or think of a topic you want to cover in your next call. The Bone Witch can only do this on a very particular full moon. It's not even all full moons, but BetterHelp is there for you to text instead. Because BetterHelp wants you to find the best therapeutic match possible, unlike the Bone Witch who needs you to stay because you are actually giving her power, it's easy and free to switch counselors if need be. And BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional counseling. Bone Witch needs your firstborn. Uh, BetterHelp instead gives you financial aid and a 10% off discount code with Join the Party for your first month of counseling. Go to BetterHelp.com slash Join the Party. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Join the Party for 10% off your first month. BetterHelp.com slash Join the Party. Stop it, Bone Witch. I'm not texting you back. You don't even have a phone. It's just a rock. And you say it's a phone, but that's not how phones work. 
Finally, we're sponsored by HelloFresh, which can help you save time and money this new year. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less. They have more than 23 recipes per week featuring a range of flavors, cuisines, and ingredients so you never get bored. I recently had chicken sausage rigatoni, which came with the perfect amount of cheese, so I didn't have one ounce of leftover cheese kicking around in my fridge for weeks. So go to HelloFresh.com slash Chen. Join the party and use code 10 join the party for 10 free meals, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 10 join the party and use code 10 join the party for 10 free meals, including free shipping. All right, let's get back to the show. In the truck over to the warehouse... I turned to Aggie and I'm like, did you bring the stakeout snacks? Did you bring the, did you bring them? Really didn't think that's a question you were going to ask me. Um, yes, they are behind you yes! under the seat. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, <Good>. preserver. <laughs> she has like her, uh, her like med kit, her survivalist kit, her emergency helping other cars from the road kit. And sure. then there's the snack kit. Yeah, and you throw a Pop-Tart <laughs> over to the Knight of Mirrors who grabs it out of the air while going 65. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Fruit Loops. How do, how do they eat it? Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right, so let's go over to Val. Val, you're driving through the swamps for a while, and the ceremony takes a right, uh, which goes off to a side road, which leads to uh, a warehouse. It seems to be pretty busy. Uh, you can see that there are people going in and out. Uh, there are are what seem to be uh, people on guard duty outside uh, as you pull around. And you see that there's a, like, there are guys out at a front door. Um, there's a loading dock that uh, some guys are stationed in that people are going in and out of. And uh, But Salamone pulls all the way around the building to the garage. It has a few cars there. Like There's an armored truck in there, uh, an Escalade, uh, and a Jeep or two. <laughs> and some guys just, you know, the greasers <laughs> with their pushed up uh, white t-shirts like oh Salamon is coming and bringing it bringing his uh, old ass Joe Pesci ass Cadillac <laughs> it really As- does suck huh <laughs> go back to, hey you guys go back to work don't you have a muffler to suck on somewhere Salamone <laughs> dark Salamone's not a nice person no. <laughs> is the thing he sucks hey uh why don't you come on I gotta you wanna see Aunt Min Let's see if she got some time. Yeah, all right. Salamone leads you through uh, a door, which leads into kind of this main area. I know in every sort of action movie or propaganda drama you might have seen, <laughs> there's like that that space where everyone does stuff in the warehouse. It's kind of like the main area where like there are some... Oh, where all the, where all the drugs are just like lying out openly on a table? Mm, of and course. the money and weapons? Yeah, where like people are working on stuff. There's money and weapons and uh, like... Some guys are playing cards on the side. There are boxes everywhere. Um, some guys are moving boxes around. Less so in here, but you can see that like it leads to other places. Um, and this is like the main staging area. Someone's making spaghetti in a small kitchenette uh, over on the, in the <laughs> left. Sure. I wrote that down. This literally in my notes. In terms of the weapons, are they the kind of scientific weapons that we've been seeing a lot that we have tied to the People's River? Great question. Why don't you make an investigation check as you look into the stuff that are in the boxes? Mm-hmm. Ooh, it is a 19 minus one for an 18. Ooh, nice. 18, wonderful. 
And then, uh, Julia, why don't you roll a d10 for me? I love the mysterious rolls are my favorite. Those are my Rayla dice. All right. Three. Three. Okay. Um, yeah, you're looking around uh, at the stuff, and maybe you, you can break away from like Salamone's trying to lead you, but you're like looking at stuff, and you, you can break away from him a little bit. As you look at the guns, yeah, these guns are the like the Silver Age of comics weird weapons that you've seen. Some of them are like Tommy guns, like retrofitted stuff from old mob places, but other of them are just like there's like the, the energy cannon that you saw that was originally in the the thing that Dom Five originally told you to bring to the bank. There's some other like smaller guns that have like just wild wings on them, like they have spoilers on them, and they're all like ice blue and white, and that's <laughs> other stuff. You also you can you can dive into a crate over to the side, and there's like a full set of a purple velvet suit with all of the accessories like there's a jacket a vest pants socks like a, a sash <laughs> all these things that are all purple velvet and you look at them and it says gucci but you look a little closer and it's actually not g it's the disney d <laughs> so it's gucci so you can, uh, you have enough time to grab anything from the purple velvet box if you'd like. Grab the whole suit. That's your new suit. I want the whole thing. This is my new outfit now. No, you can grab it. That's totally fine. It's purple yeah. velvet anything. It's like any anything that you might assume someone would wear is in purple velvet. As you, you hold it, you're like, oh, man, this is some sick shit. I'm picturing it like that incredible suit that Kate Blanchett wore in Ocean's 8. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, but purple velvet instead of green. Yeah, it's like somewhere in between that and Prince is this like <laughs> so this cool. knockoff. This is the coolest th thing. This Ducci seventy suit. shoulders is definitely the common thread there. Yeah, this Ducci suit and uh, Val, you get plus one to charisma. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> like it just forever. If yeah, if you if you're wearing one one of these pieces, you have plus one to charisma and like any sort of a piece of clothing you might want is in is in this box. Um, and as long as you're wearing something purple velvet, you get plus one of charisma. As if cool. Alan needed more of a reason to be the internet's like non-binary heartthrob, <laughs> like a purple vest is really getting you there. Yeah. yeah, it's the secondary like vest underneath the leather jacket. That's nice. And yeah. it's like open. I think as you're you're looking through this stuff, Salamone's like, don't go. Can you not go through the merchandise, please? Um, no, this is incredible. Whose suit is this? It's mine <laughs> Jesus now. Jesus fucking Christ. And he grabs, he like, as you, you have the, all this stuff like under your arm and he grabs you by the forearm and pulls you What are you going to strong arm me? Come on. Come all right. Okay. You know what? We're all, we're all at work here. Please. <laughs> are we, are we all at work here? Oh, Cause some fine. of us don't work here. Mary Magdalena. Come on, please. Oh, uh, Maron. Yeah. All right. Oh, fuck. All right. <laughs> As you're rooting through this crate with the purple velvet Ducci suit, you hear, I haven't seen threads like this since I was in the most beautiful thread shop. You know, I've been to a lot of thread shops. I don't have a particular <laughs> one that comes to mind right now, but they're, they're lovely. Val just turns around with the vest on being like, what do you think? It's nice. I always thought that purple was your color. 
Purple's a good I color. Did. I think it's, it's like a... that and like black, but also like red sometimes, but like good like Merlot red. <laughs> it's a good color. It's it's wonderful. Mm. You see Ant-Man is where I want to be very clear about this because I saw this. It's a matching gray jacket and pants, but the uh, they're suit pants, but they're like cut like culottes and they're they're both made out of this like swishy gray fabric and the jacket it has like a belt for you to tie it together instead of buttons um but of course now imagine it's on someone who this isn't made who this isn't made for (laughs) that's just like i like the look you look like you should be teaching like comparative cultures at a community college (laughs) (laughs) you really know how to cut me right to my core (laughs) <laughs> That's a compliment, I swear. I've never been in a community college, so I'm going to take that as an insult. Uh, but d- I... Salimony, why are you here? And why is my darling, beautiful, young relative doing here as well? And Salimony says, uh, well, uh, they wanted to see family, and I can't turn down. You, you know when they say you're gonna do you do it and Salamone like walks <laughs> like walks away <laughs> and goes over to the kitchenette and starts eating the pot of spaghetti that's being made over Val there. Val just goes, "Thank you, okay." Uh, Ant Man, hey, what, what's going on? Did you send him to come like get a favor from me, or was that all his doing? No, uh, Salamone has. Ideas. Maybe he's been watching too many mob movies. He has ideas about favors. But when he said that he was going to pick you up and take you on a bunch of runs, I thought, wonderful. It's exactly what they should be doing. And maybe they need to get their feet wet. I mean, I have expressed to him now several times that I have really no interest in this line of work. No, I understand. But, you know, uh, talking to Salamone is like squeezing the water out of some good ricotta. Uh, some, <laughs> depends. Sometimes you need it, but most of the time you don't. But I wanted you to say that to me. Well, here is me saying that to you, that I really have no interest, like I've told Dad and like I've told many people mm-hmm. in this line of work. <sighs> Can you really walk away from family like that? I mean, I'm not walking away from family. What I'm doing is I am walking away from the criminal enterprises that my family continues to find themselves in. <laughs> One and the same. One and the same, Val. You know that. It's always been like that your entire life. I know that you tried to escape and live with uh, what the, the phallic artist that is your mother, but it, <laughs> it, it doesn't leave you alone. Who I heard you went and visited, by the way, and asked a bunch of questions about. I, you know... Ever since my brother stupidly just, uh, he, was, he didn't know what he was doing leaving a woman like that. Smart, artistic, talent. I haven't seen art like that since I was in Bangladesh in 97. Okay, but you did kind of say phallic artist with like a bit of disdain, <laughs> not gonna lie. Excuse uh, and I it did have... feel a little bit insulting to both me and my family. I have 10 fertility statues in my apartment alone okay please that's that's cool information that i now know about you so val let me be clear i just want what's best for you and i think that what you do best what makes you special 
as she puts an arm on your shoulder. What makes you special could work for all of us here. You could really make the family. You could really make the family happy. You could make you happy. You could make us happy. You could be a part of all of this. You think I want Salimony as my number two? No. (laughs) I mean, I'm just saying you do have other options. (laughs) I I truly don't. Listen, you can work for us. No one has to know about it. You do the jobs. You'll be protected. I floated this by. I floated this by my brother, and he said it was fine. The crossing of New York City and LTC streams. It's. It's not. If that's what you're worried about, it's not a big deal. And what you can do is incredible. I mean, that's not what I'm worried about. um, No, I just. I don't think that. And no offense, because like you know, family is extremely important, but. I don't think that doing what makes the family happy is the thing that's going to make me happy. And, like, I think of of all the people in this family, you would understand that. Like, you weren't held down by, like, the expectations of what your mother and father wanted for you. You left and you saw the world and you found purpose. And whether or not you return to this life is, like, your choice. But I just don't think this is what I want for me. I understand that. And when you go out and you see the world, you see the things that you want, you think you want, and then you realize that other things, other things are really what you want eventually. You, sure, listen, you but could, don't, shouldn't I have the opportunity to find that out for myself rather than you telling me that? But you could have, you could have a guide. I looked for I looked for for a sensei for a swami anywhere, and that's what all that I wanted. I could be that for you. Or I guess you could walk away, and I guess you'd be putting the security and health of your mo- of your mom, for Agatha, for Milo, for Dominic. That could all, I guess that's your responsibility. That's really the card you want to play with me? Can I show you something? Sure. Uh, and she leads you over to um, a pot of gravy. And <laughs> yeah, delicious. She leads you over to the, to the a kitchen. A sauce. Huh? <laughs> shows you the sauce. She has like... I know I don't want it to be a throne, but I feel like there's a place for people to sit. <laughs> just like this wide space. It's like a very fancy chair that someone stole, and they're going to pawn it off eventually, but Ant-Man really likes it. <laughs> yeah, it's like overstuffed, like a chair and a half with an ottoman. Mm-hmm. And there's also like all of her stuff is over there. It's like this ox blood leather. It's so, and it's so overstuffed. It fits like half a person because it's so overstuffed. And she leads you over there, and there's something that's under a sheet. Like, do you want to see it? Yeah, I guess. She pulls this sheet off, and Val, you're looking at a painting. And I want you to make a charisma saving throw. Damn, it's a good thing I just got plus one to charisma. <laughs> Boy, that's a ten. Wonderful. All right, you take a look at this painting. And like I described before, it is this beautiful shot of Lake Town City. And you look at it, it's Little Italy, like you've never seen it before. It's 
vibrant. It's full of people. All of the buildings have businesses in them. Uh, the docks are up and running. You can see that like there's grand opening signs over everything in Little Italy and even spilling a little bit into downtown and other neighborhoods. And they all have like Italian names on them. Like it's uh, Gornicelli's Bakery <laughs> or Vermicelli's dry cleaning, but they all, and they are, some of them have grand opening signs, other of them have people going in and out of it. They all have Italian names like that. And the docks are, have ships going in and out of it. And you can even see that there's a building kind of like right in the center. It's the kind of painting, which is a, it's a funny trick that pulls your eye to the right, even when there's something right in the middle of the painting. And you can almost see that in the top of this really tall building in the window, that someone is shaking hands with another person and it just feels resolved. And you think, you know, maybe my family could mean something again. Maybe, maybe Aunt Min has it all right. And maybe it would all work out. You don't have to worry. You, in your, your, I, this is not mind control, Val slash Julia. This isn't, you're not being told I need to join the mob now. But, like, maybe you would all be okay. Maybe. It seems like Ant-Man finally has the mob up and running. It hasn't worked like anything since your dad was running stuff in New York City. It's just fucking hitting up people like Dom5 who don't know any better and maybe lost all of his money to betting too hard on the, mount, on the uh, LTC Mountain Lobsters winning <laughs> the Stanley Cup that year. And maybe with my powers, I can make a difference. Exactly. So Ammon puts a hand on your shoulder and says, "You know what? Just think about it. Well, uh, we stole a lot. We we got our hands on <laughs> beautiful couch in, in from in from Paris. You wouldn't believe it. It's filled with like ten geese at least <laughs> per cushion. Wonderful. So many geese. It's that's how you know. So so wonderful. Just think about it. Take a second." I go, I go and sit on the couch. It's a wonderful couch. <laughs> Does Val like recognize any of the people that are working for Ant-Man? Sure. You make a history. Why don't you make a history check? Uh, it's an eight. I'm rolling like shit today. Yeah. You know, with an eight. Yeah. There are a lot of guys who are, you've seen <laughs> around the neighborhood. Even some guys that like have worked at, uh, worked at the pizza place, need a second job driving a car. You see like one of the guys who, uh, works the cash register with you sometimes like it's pulling up you see him walk out from the garage and throw some keys to salimony um you see that there are two guys who who moves freight for dom five sometimes like takes out massive jars of uh of stewed tomatoes imported from sicily like yeah they're moving some boxes around in here yeah, yeah. okay I definitely want to text or have milo text val as we are on the road just to say like you know, heads up, ran to Night of Mirrors. We think they're cool now. We're heading your way. If you don't need us, don't worry, but I just want to be there in case you do. Aggie dictates that to Milo to text, and Milo texts that exactly, except for uh, <laughs> the Night of Mirrors bits. It just says, we think the Night of Mirrors is fine. <laughs> it is an improvement. So. The Night of Mirrors dot 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 fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. All right. So let's swap back as, as Milo's texting that. Let's swap back to Kilanova and Preserver riding with the Knight of Mirrors. Oh, shit. I got gushers on my phone. 
I really should stop stocking gushers in the kit. <laughs> okay. So I think when we arrive, we'll uh, park in shadows, like away from other people, away from any lights, um, and kind of rendezvous there. And I'll ask the Knight of Mirrors, so have you done any reconnaissance? Do you know a good place for us to post up? Absolutely. Hello, Eric the DM says, yes, absolutely. Imagine me drawing the Knight of Mirrors also has, that the Knight of Mirrors can't really draw, but this is a really rough... <laughs> Maybe they they drew it with like a motorcycle glove on a tablet, which really explains it. <laughs> exactly, that's why it, looks, that's why it looks bad. So you can see that there is a front door with guys out front. There is a loading dock over to the right with guys out front. There is a garage in the back uh, that uh, the Knight of Mirrors says, yeah, I mean... I, I can only assume there are guys up front. I didn't see any, but, you know, that's, that's how it is. And this is what I think it looks like inside from what I, like, I can think. So there seems to be, like, a main atrium as you run walk through the front door, um, which connects to the main area, uh, as the Night of Mir- Mirror says. You know, in, like, action movies where, like, they do all this stuff, but it's a warehouse, so they it's like you're in a loft and you have to divide it. It's oh, like yeah, that. with, like, all the drugs on the table and the guns and stuff. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they probably have, like, a pizza in there, too, because it's the Italian mob. Sure. Guys, we have to inf- we have to infiltrate now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the garage is in the back, and then there's also, like, where all of the... There's lots and lots of the stuff is in this... Be- the whole right side of the warehouse, which is where the loading dock is. There are crates, like, everywhere. Um, and also, you see that circle in the main area. That's where uh, the Night of Mirrors assumes that's where Ant-Man would have posted up, and that's where the painting should be. Cool. So then Mayor says, yeah, this is the this is the reconnaissance I've done. Uh, no, this is great. We can, listen, we can wait and see if something happens. Is there any, like, windows inside, or, like, what's the best vantage point to the uh, area where you think the painting might be? Great question. Thank you. Uh, can I um can I do a perception check and use my superpower to get more detail about what I think the floor plan is like? Absolutely. Woo! All right, only a thirteen, but maybe my power will help me out here. Is that an ability check, Amanda? Uh, it is. I can cast guidance on Amanda, and she can roll an extra d four. Sure. Yeah. Oh, is, is guidance a, a spell? It's a cantrip, but it is wonderful. So, ooh, okay. I got a four. So ooh. that makes a seventeen. Nice. And specifically what I want to know is, is there a good vantage point for us to look inside without going inside? If there's not, we'll have to figure out the best way to go inside. Cool. I like the idea that like maybe the, the ghost hand reaches out and makes like little glasses. <laughs> like the, you know, like when you put yeah. your hands around someone's eyes, like that's what it's doing like to that. help you out so with this. Um, yeah. And you're maintaining concentration on this on Aggie. Wonderful. Good job, Brando. All right, so the best vantage point would be you can see that there is a skylight somewhere in the middle there. You don't know what you can't exactly judge because this is a very rough sketch what it might be looking into, but there is a skylight. You also know that the thing with the garage is possible, but I would assume that there's also guards there. But like you see that there's there's two guards and there are guys going in and out. So maybe if there was a distraction or something was happening, you might be able to sneak in. But no, there's other than the, there are no windows other than that skylight, or like you know, like a, there's like a vent. <laughs> also, if you wanted to go in through there. Oh, sure. that's interesting. I was just about to ask you if there were any vents because uh, your boy can turn into gas. So, <laughs> Ch- your boy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think that there's probably a vent at ground level if that's what you want to do. I know because we gaseous form that it is very slow, so it might take a while. But like, if this wants to be part of your plan. 
then that can happen. I would say, so Amanda and Brandon, let's figure out a plan of what you're going to do. The Knight of Mirrors says, I can go really fast. I'm really good at being sneaky. I'm all this stuff and doing investigation. I uh, can't climb. I can't go on top of stuff. So that's what I can contribute now. Sure. I mean, if you think you can get in through the garage entrance, then that might be good while Milo and I work on the front door. Yeah, do you want me to be a distraction? I could just, like, drive in there, run over a dude, and drive drive out. What if we, yeah, what if we all, what if we did, like, a pincer maneuver, right? Where, like, you go to the garage, and then I can go into the ductwork and be sort of on top. And then, Aggie, what do you want to do? I mean, I could, I could put on my civvies and pretend to be doing an inspection, and that could be the distraction for both of you to do your thing. That might get you shot by the mob, I want to say. Or a hundred dollars in your hand. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but then they just don't let you in. <laughs> hey, uh, no, we're fine, but uh, I think my friend Benjamin can help you. Slides you five hundred dollars. <laughs> I think I need to get my eyes on this painting. So I, I think Aggie would want to go up to the roof and look through the skylight. Yeah. Cool. Val also has no context as to why they're there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other no, than sure. like to back them up. You know? Yeah. So that's I fine. Kind of relay this plan to the Knight of Mirrors and Milo. Um, I think we should just get intel and like get as much insight on who's coming in. Maybe someone can go to the loading dock and see what they're loading out. It's just important to get info at this point. Uh, yeah, I think that let's let's give you guys jobs and let's execute on that stuff. So what do you what do you all of you want to do specifically? I'm gonna climb up to the roof and get some vantage point from the skylight. Wonderful. Okay. I'm gonna assume they're not gonna be coming and going through the front door. So maybe I'm going to sure. go to, yeah, Night of Mirrors can go to the back garage, and then I can go yeah. to the side door, the loading dock. Yeah. And yeah. I'll just I'll just cast past without a trace and sort of, like, be a ghost in the shadows. I'll stand nice. I'll stand in, <laughs> in a shadow created by the lamp. Yeah. The floodlights. Yeah. I imagine you creeping along to that kind of cartoon. Hey, hey, Brandon. Uh-huh. Can you roll uh, a d20 for me, I, my man? I can, yeah. Because of Pass Without Trace? I got six. <laughs> yes! 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 Let's go! Holy shit. Oh, boy. Why every time we try to sneakily infiltrate something? I know this is ostensibly bad for the story, but I love this so much. <laughs> I love when you hit your spirit surge so much. Okay. <laughs> all right. I like the idea that you all go like break and you all go in different directions. I'm also going to summon Tuna and have Tuna watch from a tree outside the front door. So we have all the exits covered. Cool. And let's do Ag- Aggie. How do you want to get on the roof? I think I will climb. I will first test and then climb a drain pipe affixed to the corner of the building. So it's sort of in shadow. Going to get up there and then scurry my way to the center of the roof where the skylight is. All right. Let's do acrobatics and then we'll do a stealth roll for you. 16 for acrobatics. Oh, sorry. Is that with uh, with your modifier? Yeah. What did I got 13 plus 3. She just did it in her head very quickly, Eric. <laughs> oh, she's just so good at math. I didn't see it how it happened. Yeah, 16. Absolutely. You get you gracefully. You, you're like a mountain goat. You just you get a little bit of purchase and you run and you, Thank you. you get yourself up there. Yeah. And now and let's then, do a stealth roll. All right. 12. I think that's that's totally fine. I think you you need it over a ten. So yeah, you scurry up there and you're you're looking at the skylight. Uh, the night of mirrors pulls away, pulls over to the garage and like hunkers down like a few uh, like a hundred feet away in the shadows. All right, Milo, 
Oh, my man. Oh, oh bud. What? Nothing's, oh, bud. nothing's bad. It's all fine. Make a d10 roll for me. Four. Okay, with a four. <laughs> all right, I want you to make a stealth roll for me. 18. Okay, and that's with the plus 10 from Pass Without Trace? Yeah. Okay, wonderful. Six again. Yep. <laughs> wonderful. So you go over to the side with the loading dock. Uh, you're kind of hunkered in the shadows, I guess, in this like swampy urban industrial wasteland where you are. And you're like, oh, I can just stand in the shadows, man. It's totally, he's totally cool. Being a ghost doesn't save my shoes, though. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you're watching as you see that a van pulls up. Just a regular white van, not the Bone Zone van. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> a white van pulls up, and you see that, like, three people hop out of the white van. Uh, there's a, uh, a white guy with, like, platinum blonde hair. Uh, there's an Indian guy with, like, long black hair that's tied up in a ponytail. And there is an uh, Asian woman with bob-length hair. Uh, they're all wearing, like, loose-fitted chambray shirts. Uh, the woman's is, like, somehow cropped. <laughs> somehow they're all wearing the same like baggy like harem pants they're all wearing like white coats and sandals together which is pretty chilly for like the early early spring like even in april in upstate new york it could be pretty cold i'm kind of getting team rocket vibes mm. <laughs> all three of them are where are carrying like metal suitcases and uh they're walking up to the freight entrance you can see that the white the white van is kind of idling and the the Indian guy uh, steps up and says, "Oh, dudes, like, where do you want us to put this stuff, man?" And one of the guards is just like, "I inside. What do you What do you mean?" And one of the the guy in the lab coat says, uh, "No, man, you need a. He has to work with the whole flow of your whole thing. Like, man, just tell me where you want me want me to put this. I'll just do it. Just tell me where it goes." And like, I don't know. Just put it inside. <laughs> The, the woman uh, in the white lab coat gives, like, a peace sign and then, like, walks through as they, uh, all three of them walk in. And then, Milo, someone taps you on the shoulder and you hear, Dude, what are you doing out here? Uh, I turn around. And, Milo, you look down and you're not under the cloak of shadow at all. You're just kind of crouching in the swamp and you're just kind of standing there. What? What did I roll? What? It just like negate. It just doesn't happen. Yeah, it just doesn't happen. Okay. Uh, Milo freezes for a second and looks up at the person and says, "Shit, I lost my contact. Can you help me? F I I don't know where I am. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I can't see. Can you do anything? Give me." <laughs> You're also Jeez. wearing you're wearing your Killanova outfit, which is wonderful. <laughs> give me, I'm gonna do an insight check. You're gonna give me deception with disadvantage. Oh my god! Or is it with advantage because Milo is basically being himself? No. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to take a guess at what I rolled? Or one and, and two. two. Close. Two and a three. Ooh, wonderful. Boy. All right. Oh, uh, how do you do that? <laughs> It's it's really impressive, honestly. It is. Uh, Milo, make a constitution saving throw for me, my man. Oh, boy. Oh, oh Jesus. Seven. All right. Milo, you hear, <laughs> you can be like, dude, that's such a bummer. But not as much as this. And you pass out. 
Oh my God. Oh, sweet, sweet oh, baby Jesus. Good. Is my, my cat friend still awake and alive in the tree, though? Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Val, <laughs> Aunt Ming comes back over to you after a little while and says, You know, we have some visitors here. I didn't know if you'd want to see them or, or anything. I don't know. You want to see more of this is real, real uh, bring your relative to work day sort of thing. I hear that that's what they do. It's actually wonderful. In Brazil, it's actually uh, bring everyone who lives under your roof to work day. And it could be a whole thing because of the blended families. You might not even know who's going to show up. That sounds really crowded for a workplace. You know, we just make it work. And everyone takes a siesta. (laughs) That sounds nice, actually. Not going to lie. I like that. Hey, this is Eric here. I know that Brazil doesn't take siestas. Just say that. Amen. And she leads you over to like her main area, and you see that the three white jacketed folk are coming in with their metal suitcases, and you see that another guy is coming up behind them, another like super blonde white guy who's inexplicably six foot six, comes in and is dragging Milo. Or in this time, Kilanova uh, behind him. Oh. Like, I just wanted you to meet someone. These are our friends here from the People's River. If anyone, this is uh, some a group that we're, we have some relationships with. And I just thought it would be nice for you to, to talk to them uh, here or there, hear what they're doing, check all that stuff out. Sure. And who's the passed out guy that they're carrying? Is he also with the People's River? Make a deception check for me. Oh, it's plus six now, baby. Bold choice. <laughs> Damn. Your deception was plus five before? Yeah. Uh, it's a 13 plus six. So a 19. For a 19. Nice. Aunt Min says, you don't... You don't recognize him? Uh, no. Milo wakes up groggy and says, everyone recognizes me! <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess uh, Salamone gave me the wrong information. No. Yeah, he, uh, this is, um, someone who wants to interfere with our plans. And what's wonderful about working and protecting the family is that we all can protect each other. Even friends of the family are also family. And every, all the people in the white coats are like, oh, righteous. I think that way it's found family is <laughs> the most important family, man. Absolutely. And the guy holding Milo is just like, yes, I love found family. I want to join the People's River. This sounds lovely. (laughs) Kilanova, you wake up groggy as you see these three white-coated folk standing around, and you're you're held in this strong man's grasp at the moment. I, uh, doctor, I don't think, uh, I I think the drugs are wearing off. Can I, I need a a, a snack. Get a snack? (laughs) Can we give him some spaghetti? Because I saw Salamone eating some spaghetti and he seems like he might need it. Salamone from the kitchenette goes, No, only the family gets the pasta! Well, as part of the family, as your blood relative, Salamone, you're gonna give me some fucking pasta. No! <laughs> don't, make me ca- don't make me come over there. Salvatore? Salvatore. <laughs> Excuse me. As Salamone just sh- shrinks. Salvatore Salamone. Preserver, uh, on top of the roof, you get a call from an unknown number. I answer it and whisper, hello. Yeah, hey, it's, uh, it's Nana Maris. I'm using my, my helmet phone. 
Oh, cool. I, I want one of those. Yeah, I knew they were really sick. Um, <laughs> hey, I did, I did a circle around. I didn't see Kalanova anywhere. Yeah, um, it looks like somehow they nabbed him at the freight elevator, and he's inside. He's, like, barely conscious. They must have stunned him or something. I think he's doing okay. Um, I will tell you if that changes. I also don't want to blow Volcani's cover because they're not in costume down there. Yeah. All right. Um. Hey, wait. Do you see that? See what? Aggie, uh, you turn to your left and you see the two giant van headlights are coming so fast towards the warehouse. Oh, no. And then the van starts getting closer and closer, and now you're starting to see the detail of bones oh, all God, over this black These van. These fucking guys want to leave me alone. The door is thrown open. You hear the bass of their of the trap music that they <laughs> use to dr- hype themselves up, and this is Bones' body here to check out another weird thing happening in Lake Town City. <laughs> We heard that there's a strange, powerful artifact inside here. And also, there's the mob. Let's see what happens. Poof! As Bones' body unloads another one of those potato guns into the front door. And it's just like a poof in, like, the little light there is. This is another splash panel where you see, like, the the little light of street lamps around are through this purple, like, holy paint that we described before. And the two guys are just down as you, as Jack Lantern hops out and just like slugs them real quick. And you see the cameraman, Brett, is like holding a really heavy camera on his shoulder, like trying to keep up. And Bones' body's like, Brett, we talked about this. We need you to get this shot. I know you've been only doing this for a little while, but we need you to keep up. All right, come on, man. We're going to go inside. And Aggie, as you see inside, and Val and Milo in your groggy state, you hear, like, through the wall. And you hear, Brett, we need you to keep up with everything that's happening here right now. Please, let's go. All right, let's get that thumbnail, boys. (laughs) As, As they run in. Yeah, I... I'm just gonna drop in from the skylight and land in a crouch using my slow fall. I'll take whatever damage I have to take. I'll attempt to do it stealthily if this is not exactly like right over where Min and everybody is. But if it's not, it's not. And I'm just gonna drop in. Um, Yeah, why don't you make a stealth roll to figure out where the skylight is? It's only a nine. All right. With a nine, yeah, the skylight is not, you're not dropping directly in there, but you try to open it and it just won't, it won't budge until you like, you pull on it and you're like, oh, it's stuck. And then you throw it open and it just shatters. <laughs> yeah. I just drop down <laughs> to, the, just, to the warehouse and, and just, land in a crouch. Absolutely. You land in a crouch. And Ant Min says, what is going on here? Sometimes preservation requires some action. Everyone, let's roll initiative. <laughs> Woo! 